motherless daughter? Did you know you can have mother loss without mother death? Mother loss comes in many forms and we're here to shed some insight through Nurturing Words, a podcast from the Motherless Daughters Ministry. Spend some time with us as we share over 20 years worth of truth treasures, pearls of wisdom, and diamonds of hope. Welcome to episode number four of Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience. This is your host, Gladys Bell, from the Motherless Daughters Ministry. Today, we have a special Mother's Day episode from Mary Ellen Collins, our founder and executive director. Listen in with me as she talks about some ideas on how motherless daughters can get through Mother's Day. Hi, I want to talk to you about Mother's Day. The question that I have for you is, what is a motherless daughter to do on Mother's Day without a mother? We need to get ready for it. We need to make sure that we are ready to cope with what the day will bring us. So I'm going to talk to you about ways that we can get through there and we can cope with Mother's Day. But it's coming and we've got to get ready for it. And it just is not an easy day at all. What happens, I know it's going to come every year, and I get knocked down every year. I am think I'm ready, but I simply am not ready at all. I, uh, I'm a big girl, but I'm a little girl. I think that probably... The coronavirus may work in my favor this year because I don't have to see, I don't go to church, so I don't have to see all the women who are receiving flowers and giving flowers to their mothers. The people are not going out to eat. So what you have is you have that isolation and you don't see the mother-daughter teams that are together and they're talking and smiling. And I'll tell you, I don't know about you, but I get jealous. I get jealous when I see those. I want that. I want that. And I don't have that. I think that I have a daughter and I cherish that relationship I have with my daughter. But what I find is that when Mother's Day hits, It's the 15-year-old girl inside of me that lost her mother to breast cancer at 15 that longs for a mother. I need to be nurtured. I need to be loved. I need to be held. I need a mommy. I need a mommy. I struggle with all the masks that I put on and wear to get through that day. So, you know, one of the things I would ask you is, what masks do you wear? What kinds of things do you wear on Mother's Day? And certainly like or comment and let me know what kinds of masks that you wear. Um, the other thing that I would ask, and I, I think about this, I think about, you know, there are some women that have not had that nurturing care of a mother. In fact, it may have been early loss. It may have been that women had had an emotionally absent mother. And in fact, I had someone tell me, someone tell me that 
how can I celebrate my mother on Mother's Day when she was never a mother to me? So they have had that emotional absence, and that piece just keeps them from celebrating Mother's Day. And as we talk through and we listen to each other, um, we I helped her recognize that there were people in her life she needed to celebrate the people who lit her path. So that's really, really important is to identify. It may have been, in her case, it was a grandmother. It may have been a grandmother. It may have been an aunt. It may have been a cousin. It may have been a sister. It may have been a neighbor or a teacher. But there's someone that actually lit her path and helped her get through that. So think about that. Who helped you? and lit your path, and who are you honoring and celebrating on Mother's Day? As we go through and we talk about this, I want to share with you some ways that I have found, and that's some ways I've done, and some ways that I have heard other people cope with Mother's Day, because it simply is not easy, and you need to be ready and get prepared. One of the things that I that I've done is to write your mother a letter. Mm, that is tough. That's one of the hardest things. Very healing. I didn't I didn't say any of these things were going to be easy, but very healing. But write your mother a letter. Tell her all the ways you miss her. Tell her the ways, the things. Read your really think about all the things that you would like to tell her if she was sitting there with you today. And then the hard thing about this is to then read your letter to someone. That's hard. Just the act of doing that, it is really healing to do that. Very hard, but oh my goodness, it's powerful. I, I've done this. And when I did this, um, I will tell you, I cried. I cried so much that I couldn't read the words on the paper. I kind of coughed. I snotted. I did all sorts of things. I could hardly get through it. But I did it. And it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And that was 20 years ago. And I've kept that letter and I go back to it, and I have the same reaction again and again and again. So that is something I would encourage you to do. You can celebrate the things that you appreciate the most. Talk about, you know, celebrate, make a list of what those things are. Was it her humor? Was it her recipes? Uh, it may have been her noodle recipe. Was it uh, her funny, was she have a good, funny sense of humor? Did she laugh a lot? Um, was it her wisdom? Make a list of those. Another thing is to have a special meal in her honor. There's a woman who is uh, in the ministry, is very active in the ministry, that what she did, uh, and this is something that is encouraged if, if your mother is deceased, is to have an empty chair at the table. The thing that happens, and that happened with this woman, is that at the table with the empty chair, it gave people permission to talk about the loss. Otherwise, it's the elephant in the room and nobody wants to talk about it. 
Tell some of your favorite stories about her that you remember. Not only are you focusing on good times, but the listener is learning more about you and your history. So they're seeing another little piece of you, which is really, really important. Write about her, her legacy. Share it. Share it with your loved ones. And again, as I mentioned before, they're finding a little bit more about you also when you write about her. You are a reflection of her. Record your stories, your memories. <laughs> I did this one time and shared it with my brother. And I will tell you, he didn't know what I was talking about. So remember that two children raised with the same parents and the same household have different memories. and But these are your memories. You don't have to have anybody agree with you. Another idea that was given to me was, particularly if you have small children, is to organize a balloon lift. And in that balloon lift, pardon my uh, pun, but it is uplifting. And if you have children, make it ceremonial. So if they know, knew your mother, talking about their stories and then making it part of letting go of a balloon is really very, very healing. Another idea is to prepare your favorite foods that she made. Um, my mother's was roast turkey. And I have her turkey roaster. And it's one of those really heavy things. I can't get it out of the oven once you get a turkey in it because it's so, so very heavy. One person shared with me that uh, that what they did was they had a planted tomato plants every year. And that was in honor of their mother. It was shared with me recently, too, that someone planted an azalea plant every year. Because in, in um, honor of their mother. The most important thing is really to be kind to yourself and give yourself grace and space so that you can actually um, be able, if it just means you have to stay silent and, and sit down for a while, that's okay. That's okay for you to do that. Because that's maybe exactly what you need to have. It's just that silence and just be quiet with things. Don't stuff your emotions. You may need to cry. And if you do need to cry, then do it. Crying is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. Because if you can show vulnerability, it means that you trust yourself enough to be vulnerable. That is so powerful. You are one powerful woman. Don't pretend. I hear um, people say, fake it. Fake it till you make it. And I think, who are you trying to fake? Who is that for? That's not healthy. That is not healthy. And it definitely is something that I think that you probably are the loser in that. So be very, very careful about faking it. Faking it means that you're not dealing with it. And the loss is real. So it's something that you have to end up dealing with. I would say do something good for yourself. 
whatever that may be this day, do something good for yourself. The most important thing is to talk about it. Don't ignore it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. And remember, if you have children, it's okay for them to see you cry. You're modeling behavior to them. Think about that. You're modeling behavior to them. So if you say, if you don't want to cry in front of them and you've had a significant loss, then what you're saying to them is, oh, when you lose someone, we don't talk about it and we don't cry about it. I don't think we want to do that to our kids. You know, one of the things that I think all of us received is we had to suck it up and we didn't talk about it and we pretended like it wasn't there and it's not healthy. It's not healthy. So remember that you are modeling how to grieve to your children. It is not wrong to cry in front of your children. It is not wrong to cry. I want you, I've got some homework for you. Um, one of the things I want you to do is to be able to go to our website at motherlessdaughtersministry.com. If you need someone to talk to, if you need someone to share things with, we're there. We will be there for you. Let me know if you like this broadcast, and particularly uh, let me know if there are topics that you want to talk about. And we'll do this again, and we'll get better and better at it, too, as we go. And just remember, the end, you are not alone on Mother's Day. You are part of a huge community of women who understand we get it. You will get through this. Thanks. There are so many precious pearls we discovered in today's episode. I think it's time we go oyster diving. There are three pearls or takeaways we can leave you with today. Number one, one of the things we have to acknowledge is that the yearning for someone to nurture us, love us, and mother us will never go away. However, we can find other people to pour into us and nurture us. That is the key, to understand that there's a whole group of women out there who can do that for us, but we have to take the initiative to reach out and ask them. Number two, another thing is that on Mother's Day, we need to celebrate someone who has given to us. It may be another family member, a teacher from the past, a neighbor, or a friend. Someone in your past who has poured into your life along the way. Number three, and last but not least, we must be kind to ourselves and make space to talk about the loss. You are not alone. We are walking with you. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you are in need of more nurturing words and voices of experience, We encourage you to listen to our other episodes, hit subscribe, 
and come check out our Motherless Daughter resources on our website at motherlessdaughtersministry.com. You can also find us on our YouTube channel and in our Facebook community, Motherless Daughters Ministry, where you will find support from over 9,000 women. We hope you'll come visit us, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Until then, stay well.